Welcome back to another edition of In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. Our guest host today is Alan Davis from Alan Davis Insurance Agency, and our guest is Anita Green from Farm Service Agency. Joining us now is Anita Green, County Executive Director of the Auglaise County Farm Service Agency. And Anita, it's a, a, a pleasure to have you with us today. Uh, maybe kind of bring us up to date on really what's going on uh, in the in the world of the Farm Service Agency um, uh, when when folks need to be thinking about options that they're going to take as part of their risk management uh, uh, plan for the year. Sure, Alan. And and as I premise and and we go into discussing programs, it's important that our uh, farm folks understand that, uh, like everyone, uh, USDA service centers have been impacted by the COVID pandemic. And as a result, as we follow the Department of Homeland Security, local health officials, most of the offices throughout Ohio are in a phase zero or a phase one, which does restrict face-to-face servicing with our farm customers. However, the FSA staff is fully operational and staff, whether they're working inside the office or teleworking off-site, are extremely busy as we conduct outreach and program sign-up activities, and we're going to discuss in a moment those uh, programs and and our payment processing, updating our GIS, farm records, uh, farm loans, and completing loan activities. A lot of challenges, but even more so to our farmers and ranchers across the country and certainly within Ohio. Um, You asked about, uh, you know, the risk management probably front on the table right now as we look at windows of of program activity. The first is the annual farm program election and sign-up activities related to the agricultural risk coverage, or ARC, and the price loss coverage, or PLC. That ARC PLC sign-up is to end March 15th. That's the final date for all farm operators and crop shareholders to make an independent election as to which programs by crop, by farm, they wish to complete in order to secure valuable risk protection for the 2021 crop year and marketing period. And, and Alan, you know, it's always a good time to gain that perspective right now that ARC and PLC coverage is very different from crop insurance in that the program selected by crop and resulting payments are contingent to the marketing year of the crop, much different than crop insurance, which is that risk management tool that attaches that planning and continues through the growing season to harvest. With the volatile markets evident, both historic highs right now and some lows that, that we've been experiencing, careful and timely consideration of the ARC PLC elections and enrollment is an essential tool to assist our area farmers. Again, that deadline is upcoming March 15th to assist with a better understanding of the outlook of the 2021 markets and the decision election process. Um, the Ohio State University has conducted a webinar uh, in January. A second webinar will be conducted on February 25th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. The information regarding that webinar, which will give a market outlook for 2021, as well as the ARC PLC 2021 considerations. Uh, they can obtain that information by going online to the OSU EDU website and search for the ARC PLC 2021 link. 
And again, uh, anyone can stop or contact their local OSU extension or FSA office and get further details on that webinar. Um, also on our front burner right now is that we are into conservation reserve sign up. It is the 35th year of uh, CRP and it remains one of the largest private lands conservation programs in the United States. Originally, it was intended to control soil erosion and stabilize commodity prices by taking marginal land out of production. Now, it also focuses on improving water quality and wildlife resources. And certainly, being in Ohio in the Lake Erie Sediment Basin, it's a national priority area. And the general CRP sign-up is underway through February 12th. And that February 12th is a national sign-up that provides for grass and tree practices on whole fields and whole farms. And then in addition to the general sign-up, we have the uh, Conservation Reserve Enhancement Program, or CREP. That does target uh, sensitive environmental acreage in that Lake Erie sediment basin. Uh, again, kind of partnership uh, developed with the state of Ohio as we look at CREP, and certainly there's H2 Ohio initiatives out there, um, but very importantly that if someone's looking at wetland creation, uh, riparian buffers, filter strips along water tributaries, uh, CREP is a, certainly a program to be looking at. And, you know, I talked about economic loss and, and our COVID and, and the impact to farmers, and, and we just wrapped up, uh, Alan, mostly the corona food, uh, coronavirus food assistance program or what we call CFAP1, CFAP2 and farm service agencies will continue to update our farmers as we are made aware of additional benefits, newly announced programs uh, when legislation and information computer platforms become available. It is expected that there will be uh, a continually uh, uh, an update as to the need for further assistance in our uh, rural economies. And a lot of that is paid through a program similar to CFAP. Um, I, the other thing, as I go and look forward and uh, farther out into our window, um, we have the CRP grassland sign up. Uh, that will get underway March 15th and continue through April 23rd. Um, this is kind of a, a smorgasbord of CRP, but this one, um, the grassland CRP, focuses on grazing lands. Uh, it does provide cost share assistance for components to improve grazing efficiencies. That could be uh, pipe, uh, even wells, uh, fencing, uh, travel lanes. Uh, water tanks as we look at the need for integrated grazing and to maintain uh, livestock grazing in this area and, and those grasslands under uh, uh, grazing plants, if you will, with NRCS as our technical provider. And uh, other news, um, also sort of with uh, quality loss when we look at a risk management uh, program, uh, we certainly had a lot slammed at us in 2018 and most importantly 2019 as we experienced very uh, continued wet weather, very large amounts of prevented planning. We're kind of coming back in the rears of that and that is the quality loss incentives program 
This also is underway at USDA service centers. The deadline has not yet been announced, but very importantly to understand it is 2018 and 2019 crops would impact producers in counties where they were designated a disaster, uh, secretarial disaster, um, due to some extenuating adverse weather-related events. And they would have had also to experience adjustment or price reductions due to quality um, of their commodities as a direct result. And again, 2018-19 crops. And this would be an example of vomitoxin in corn or wheat or protein loss in, in alfalfa or other forage. Again, those production records would need to be provided to substantiate that quality loss adjustment and be specific to the crops produced in those years I spoke about and for areas and events that were declared disaster. So uh, we got inquiries. What we don't want to confuse is that is not available for any impact to 2020 crops. And we are hearing some bubble toxin uh, in corn for 2020. And uh, the quality loss program would not uh, provide any type of coverage for that right now. Um, the, the other thing, I guess, as we look is the pandemic, uh, the economic disruption. We, uh, USDA just received as of yesterday and this morning, suspension on collection of delinquent USDA farm loans. This would be our, both our direct and our guaranteed operating and ownership loans, uh, allowing some time there <coughs> to, uh, settle, uh, some of the, uh, debt and look at restructuring uh, as a result of the pandemic and the economic collapse and some of those uh, different commodities. USDA Farm Service Agency continues to complete new loan applications, including farm operating and ownership loans. So folks that are looking at maybe needing that financing going into 2021 will certainly want to get hold of the FSA office and, and start to work through that process. In addition, the Farm Storage Facility Loan Program has historic low interest rates right now. Loans are being made. I am very busy with on-farm storage facilities, including grain bins, silos, bunkers, hay storage, um, also uh, refrigeration storage for fruits and vegetables, cheese, vats, dairy, bulk tanks. Those are just a few of what we call farm storage uh, things that we loan on. Also available under that farm storage facility loan program are loans for handling and hauling equipment, including portable fixed augers, grain trucks, grain carts, semis, grain trailers, just to name a few. With our winter discount season underway, interested operators can contact their local FSA office uh, pretty promptly. You're listening to the In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. Our guest host is Alan Davis from Alan Davis Insurance Agency, and our guest is Anita Green from Farm Service Agency. We'll be back with more of that interview right after this. Allen Davis Insurance Agency is your solutions provider. You can trust the experienced professionals at Allen Davis Insurance to protect your assets. 
Call today and start saving money with multi-policy discounts and more for auto, home, life, business, recreational, total farm protection, and more. We are your solutions provider. Call today, 419-738-7447, or check us out on the web at allendavisinsurance.com. Well, with us today is Nina Green, a County Executive Director of the Auglaise County FSA Office. And, uh, you know, Anita, something that, you know, I think when we're talking about risk management in particular and, and what options the producers uh, uh, might want to look at, um, I, I think it's important that the, that the folks understand, and, and I tell people this all the time, it has to do with the marketing here. So, so the decision that you're making today uh, by March 15th really is, going to be for what happens, you know, in the fall, right? Because, because that's when the marketing year starts. And I, and I think uh, when folks sit down to, to kind of look at that, that has to weigh into their decision as well. And, and it is, it, it's something you kind of have to wrap your head around in the sense that when, when we look at um, crop insurance, it, it's 2021, everyone starts to gear up thinking, okay, I need to have this in place. This is my plan of what I'm planning to put in the ground uh, and plant this spring, uh, maybe last fall. And we know that this is the expectation of where I'm going to arrive come October, November, whatever the case may be. But in, in the when we look at our PLC, we're a whole year out. In other words, that 2021 crop, as it begins to be harvested, that's when the RPLC decision really becomes effective as we look at a what we call weighted marketing year. So again, we're looking at grain that's being sold. It's a 2021 crop when it is being sold, weighted as the bushels across the country are going to market, what that price was, what's the expectation of yield. Um, it, it is sort of a, a roll of the dice, but there are a lot of uh, factors out there when we look at market projections. Obviously, um, we got experts beyond myself, um, and, and those folks are resources. Um, USDA has resources on its internet uh, page when we look at fsa.gov, um, also on farmers.gov, both very good websites to pull down information, use some tools that are available there to analyze that risk, um, that those um, expectations that each farmer has and an expectation of a willingness of risk that they're willing to assume. So, uh, and and they partnered out with their crop insurance products and make a decision that that makes sense and and gives them security. They're not only going to farm for 2021, but, they hope to be out there 2022. But yeah, 2022 and beyond, right? You know, for oh yeah, for, for oh, many yeah. of us, right? We're, <laughs> we're hoping, that, you know, uh, because because many of us have, have been uh, uh, doing that, uh, playing around with that for for quite some time. So, um, you know, it, the the whole idea of of um, the the old disaster programs, as it would uh, from FSA, uh, really are are are, are not. It, it existent um, uh, outside of what, what came as a result of the, of the COVID-19. But uh, so, so that's why it's more important to try to understand your risk management uh, from, from the partnership with the RMA and FSA as well. And, and I would agree with that. The, the days of ad hoc disaster, um, though we've seen economic and trade 
programs and COVID programs out there, um, and and some of that um, kind of bumping on top of crop insurance or RMA uh, coverage. And and what I I will say is most of our disaster programs, either even if they are ad hoc and 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 related that they're not a permanent part or title of a farm bill or permanent legislation. Um, one thing that is very evident is that it, it, there will either be a linkage requirement once you apply and receive benefits, such as with the Wildfires Hurricane Indemnity Program Plus, or what we call WIP Plus, which did cover our excessive moisture, wet weather conditions in 19 in Ohio. Um, there's still a linkage requirement there to purchase uh, a crop insurance uh, RMA product or to go through the non-insured assistance program if it's an, uh, an uninsurable crop. And so those are, you know, that, that um, I, I look at it a left and right hand of risk management. They, they stay very tied together. They're certainly part of the motion of, of staying in business. And then again, you know, even our um, programs where we look at economic or um, there may be a different payment rate for something that's insurable um, and has carried insurance. So they are looking at, you know, those uh, risk management, economic loss, everything kind of goes hand in hand. And and so USDA is a big umbrella and risk management is a part of that and, and farm subsidies, farm loan making, conservation, another arm of that. Well, well, Anita, we really greatly appreciate your uh, your time today. It's always been a pleasure having you with us. Um, and uh, if anybody wanted more information, uh, you know, what, where can they go? Well, I, I'm going to say first, um, it, there's always online resources. The farmers.gov, www.farmers.gov, will more or less maneuver you around to any area of interest, whether that be beginning farmer, whether that be risk management, whether that be the RTLC sign-up, CRP, uh, CFAP, uh, any type of our economic programs, our loan programs, uh, and our price support programs. So there's there's quite a bit there on that website, a very easy one to remember, farmers.gov. Um, in addition is our FSA internet homepage, um, which will uh, mirror but also provide some other fact sheets and information there that may assist farmers as they drill down to their specific needs. And then uh, each USDA service center is fully operational in the sense that there is always someone answering the phone, uh, processing, and, and actually when you make application, that's your front line. Um, certainly, we're there. Uh, we just don't always let you in the door, and, and we're missing that. Um, the big thing is to take that time, communicate, the follow-up. Uh, don't don't just uh, you know sit out there thinking that the situation's going to change, and one day you're going to just be able to catch up. You want to stay on top of all of this all the way through um, this winter as you prepare and take those risk management tools and get yourself enrolled and, and then look ahead at, to the needs on the farm and certainly uh, take time to pay attention to what's announced 
And, and with that, Alan, I would say that everyone needs to understand as well, USDA, we used to mail out newsletters that go through the, the postal service. And uh, one of the things that is now very important is electronic uh, news service through USDA Farm Service Agency. So you can subscribe um, through Gov Delivery and make certain you're getting those updates frequently um, by county, by state, and certainly by national bulletins. And then in addition, we do send text reminders. So uh, that, it just asks the employee you're working with, how do I get text reminders? How do I get enrolled for newsletters? And those are great, great uh, ways to not uh, miss uh, a sailing boat, I guess, to get on board and and make certain that um, you're not missing uh, an important program sign up and and uh, understand it. Um, so good decisions uh, result in, in uh, good results. So we we want that we want that for our farmers. Anita, thanks for being with us today. It was a pleasure, Alan. And as always, if you want more information about uh, things that uh, Anita has discussed or, or with your risk management plan, you can always go to our website, allendavisinsurance.com, or you can go to farmers.gov. You've been listening to the In Ohio Country Today podcast, part of the In Ohio Country Today TV show. Once again, for more information, check us out on the web at inohiocountry.com. That's inohiocountry.com. Have a good day, everybody.